0: Party people in the house tonight everybody gonna talk about sauce. Hello and welcome loyal listeners to another stellar episode of Sauce Talk. We have a great show for you tonight Babs is here. That's right Johnny and Babs managed to talk through a whole episode and nothing bad happened and they get to put the episode out. Honestly pretty impressive. On with the show.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, we're back yet again. Another fantastic episode of Sauce Talk coming your way. On the other line, why, it's Babs. How you doing, Babs? Hi. Hi. You doing okay tonight?
0: I'm doing great. How are you doing?
1: I'm doing well. I ask the well. questions here. It's my podcast. Get your own podcast if you want to ask how I am. I am doing well, but you, sh- you should consider getting your own podcast if you want to ask <laughs> me questions. I'll come on. I don't know where to buy a microphone like that. You don't have one, and you're sounding fucking great on the podcast already. Sounds like you're ready to go.
0: Can you record podcasts with just someone else's gamer headset? You're doing it right now. It's true. No, but I mean, can you host one?
1: Yeah, you can do whatever you want. It's It's true. I used to record this podcast on like a Chromebook in my car. No biggie. Everything was great. Now I'm was living in the big times. I'm living, I'm sitting in an <laughs> empty room in a two bedroom apartment by myself with no furniture. So that's good.
0: There's a laundry basket though.
1: I got a laundry basket. Don't tell anyone somebody's going to come and steal it. Hey, let's talk about something more interesting. How about, hey, Babs, eat anything good lately?
0: Yeah, I have eaten some good things lately. Um, I had some really great breakfast gnocchi. From a restaurant in Springfield called Luminary, which for all you Springfield heads out there, uh used to be American Harvest. But then that kind of died at the same time COVID was ramping up. And the pe- the chefs from American Harvest made a new restaurant called Luminary, which has a lot of the good stuff from American Harvest, but lower rent and not asshole landlords. So, um yeah, it's like gnocchi with little cubes of ham ham and some peas and they put like a mostly but not completely done egg or two on the top of it so then that breaks and you get all the the yolky goodness which i really can't tolerate in any other context other than over pasta but over pasta is incredible so that that is the good thing i ate lately i have really good brussels sprouts
1: we, we, this is a pro Brussels sprouts uh, production here, but we have talked at length previous times about my affection for that, that big runny egg over whatever else. And I've not had that over gnocchi before, but that sounds like an especially good way to do it.
0: It is. It's outstanding. I'm worried have it
1: forever. I'm worried about those peas. Those peas doing okay in there?
0: You know, you'd think that it wouldn't work. But it really does. I mean, the only bad thing about them is like chasing them down. Sure. With your fork. But that's, you know, that's the perennial. It's pea the nature problem, of peas. Right. Yeah. yeah. It's the nature of peas. It's why we love them. It's why we don't eat them. Um, and also they throw a couple like basil leaves in there somewhere. Fine. So every once in a while you get like a bit of basil shred and that somehow makes everything even more. I was about to say more better because I'm very tired. It's, it's, this, Sounds is, usually, a bad, this is past my, my usual bedtime. Yeah.
1: Oh, we should note for the listener, it is uh, 9.43 p.m. at present. Uh, the unconventional but not unheard of late night sauce talk record. Uh, it's it's going to be great. We're going to do just fine. No bad things could possibly happen tonight. <laughs> um, now, uh, last thing, it, it, breakfast gnocchi, is that what they call that? Is there anything any more exciting uh, term for it? Or is that just straight up what it is?
0: The, the name of the dish on the menu is the wake and bake. I think it's wake and bake, not wake and bake. But I could be wrong
1: about that. Um, I, I think that's probably the way to go. Because when you first said breakfast gnocchi, I thought it was going to have bacon in it. So I feel like not heading too far down the road of making it sound like it has bacon in it. Wake and bake. And it keeps you feeling from that. Yes.
0: Wake and bake. Yeah. And they might the gnocchi might be baked but it's not like it's baked in a thick like cheese or alfredo sauce or something so if it's baked you can't really tell that
1: would be terrible that sounds gross
0: yeah i wouldn't want to eat that at breakfast
1: yeah. or brunch even i don't want some thick gnocchi can provide the the thickness and the density right. on its own everything else gets to be light around that that's exactly the inverse of a lot of other similar things
0: right you've got all these like islands of gnocchi and then the little peas run around like the sharks in the ocean around the islands. Well,
1: speaking of sharks, let me tell you, uh, I've been selling a lot of furniture on Facebook (laughs) Marketplace recently.
0: That's very – I feel like you're taking a a page from the book of Margaret Rogers there, a wise page from the wise book of Margaret Rogers. The
1: uh, listener won't get anything out of this, but I will hold up to the camera. If you can see in my notes, their first line is, Margaret Rogers helped.
0: Hell yeah, she did. I guess this is
1: Margaret helpful. Uh, I, I am in the process of moving to Chicago. I am not trying to do, I I never want to do a huge move and it's expensive. And I was like, you know what? I could. a lot of this furniture I'm not going to take with, I'll just try to sell stuff. And then as soon as I thought of that, I thought I know someone who's like an expert at selling furniture, uh, locally. And so I reached out to Margaret who, by the way, I was thinking about this, uh, I'm just gonna call it out. I'm not even just gonna say Margaret Podcast Superstar. I'm going to designate Margaret Sauce Talk Hall of Famer.
0: I like that. I was gonna say podcast staple, but I like Hall of Famer much yeah. better. I'm
1: not I'm not this I'm not announcing the, the whole list. I don't there isn't even a whole list, but there is there's now it is a Sauce Talk Margaret. Hall of Fame. She's in it, guaranteed. She's in it, yeah. She's she's been instrumental. And honestly, it's a huge part of why this is Sauce Talk. An innovator. She's an innovator. She teaches us all the time. We're so thankful to have her in our lives. And never more than when I was like, damn, Margaret, I got to sell a lot of furniture on Facebook real fast. What do I do? She gave me a lot of tips, told me how to deal with people, what to shoot down, what to be okay with. And she also told me, you're going to do a good job and it's going to be fine. And I had the lowest of hopes since the first posting I made was Thursday night. This is Saturday night. In the last two days, I have sold two dressers, a bed, my entire dining room set, my couch, an end table, a vanity, and a mirror.
0: That sound how so what what uh purport what percentage of all the furniture you had does that represent because uh, that sounds like almost, a lot yeah I was it's, gonna say that's, there that's was some a couple stuff of rooms, that I man. did
1: take like I, that, that, that stuff's already moved but like I, I hope there's no echo I've tried to do some stuff boy I'm, I shouldn't even be calling it out maybe you'll hear it now but I'm recording this in a basically empty room because I'm running out of stuff Where I, did you put the mic on? Well, I do have a shitty table that is now my desk for work. <laughs> uh, it is not going to make the move with me, but I also can't... I don't think I'm even going to try to sell it. I was going to
0: say, are you going to sell it or just like leave it in the alley? Uh, leave it in the alley. Oh. Uh, oh, are you are you going to post a curb alert? Uh,
1: maybe I'll post a curb alert at somebody else's curb. That might be more convenient for <laughs> me going forward. I'd rather not people think that like I'm the one who did all this in case somebody gets mad about it. Like, curb alert at... Two blocks away from my house. Then
0: you have to carry the shitty table for two
1: blocks. Or I put it all in the back of my car and go real slow until I accelerate real fast. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to do crime. This is what I'm saying here. Uh, I'm not going to do that, guys. I will come up with something else. I actually know what I'm going to do, and I'm not going to sit on the podcast.
0: But now I want to know.
1: Okay. Edit You should bleep it out. Oh, wait. Bleep. Great. Uh, I... I got a, there's a big basement at this house and my landlord left a bunch of junk down there, which tells me that's licensed to leave junk down there. She's not going to fucking know what's hers and what's mine.
0: That's true. She'll think it's her shitty table. Maybe, uh, did you get it from the basement?
1: I would never, That all that stuff down there is so fucking gross. <laughs> I would never take something out well, of Well, I there.
0: didn't know what kind of basement it was. It's bad. And yeah, it's that's bad where
1: one. the fucking laundry is. It sucks down there. You should definitely leave the shitty table. So there. yeah. So it, where where did the shitty table come from? Uh, I bought it myself. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I bought it a while. I, I initially, when I started working from home, I didn't think I'd be doing it for that long, and so when I bought, I bought a nice. I went to a used office furniture place, and I bought a very nice uh, office chair, which I am taking. That's with smart. Me. That's yeah, very smart. That I path. didn't do that, and my back is destroyed. Yeah. So I got that, and that's that's going to stay. That's going to the new place. But this table is – I got it at the same time, and then after a few more months, I got a real desk. And so then I just have had this table around. And so now I uh, – uh, the table. Nobody's buying this table. No, it's going to be. I bought they it at might. the office furniture store for like $20. Oh, yeah. Probably no one will like, buy the I'm table. i Curb Alert. Able. Yeah, and I, I, perhaps I'll do that, or perhaps we'll do that cool thing I told you I'm going to do that is foolproof. <laughs> um, I support
0: you either way. Yeah, it's going to be great. Unconditionally.
1: But another person who supports us, as I said before, I'll say one more time, Margaret gave me the tips, told me what to do, and said, hey, you got decent stuff. People are going to want to buy it. Price it to move, but don't give it away. You're going did to... you
0: did you have her appraise it remotely? Like uh, did you did you take things, the laptop around or your phone? Like, just pointing a couple it things early items? on to
1: give me an idea. I didn't Smart. go through every item by any means, but she's like, Smart. Oh yeah, this will go for this, and then and and then her numbers she gave me were, were dead on. And everything. I feel great. like
0: that could be a business in and of itself, being a Facebook marketplace consultant. Just take like a cut.
1: It's, it's not bad just be like, or even just to like charge, like on an hourly basis. Yeah. It's like you pay me 50 bucks and we'll just go through items and look at all my positive reviews. Like I'll be the first one I'll vouch and say, Hey, I made money. And if I now on the downside, Margaret, I'm not sending you a check. Maybe, maybe you get paid in this endorsement and I'll do more endorsements, but I unquestionably made money from, uh, talking to her about this. That I'll be keeping. So how much, how much, what, what kind of bed was it and how much did it sell for? Uh, Well, I, and this is, this was just like, it was like a bed and that it was a bed frame with a headboard on it. Okay. And uh, it was moderate. It was, it was, I I have nice stuff except for this table. Uh, (laughs) I guess I deleted all my listings. I think I sold it for, God, what if I'm wrong now though? I've sold so much stuff. They're going to come and give the table back no, or the just, the bed. I don't want to, I don't want to dispers- throw it through the
0: window. They're going to break it up in the street with an ax and they're going to throw all the wood through the window. If you're wrong, they're listening. Well, so, so you don't have to disclose if you don't want to. I was really just trying to do an awkward segue to my boring story about buying furniture.
1: My, my own boring story. About I think I, I, think I sold it for $150.
0: That's pretty good.
1: Yeah. but That's good. I might have sold it for more than that. I did that's, not sell it for less than that.
0: That's good. I think that's a reasonable amount to pay for a bed. The, the reason I asked was because when I was in college, um, I was moving out of the dorms and into my first apartment. And my then boyfriend's roommate, who was kind of a weird guy, was moving with his girlfriend and so he wanted to sell his bed. So I was like, hey man, can I buy your bed? And he said, yes, but you have to name your own price.
1: One dollar. Next.
0: No, I was like, okay, so um, I will think about that and I'm going to move this bed and then I will get back to you. (laughs) I never gave him any money.
1: I I really (laughs) overshot it when I guessed one (laughs) dollar, huh?
0: Because I it's Like who does that? Yeah. This this is the same guy though that uh no I don't that's that's a mean story to tell I'm not gonna tell that story. Okay,
1: I, I do like the idea of hey you have to name your own price. Yeah, fucking bet I do. Maybe I don't. <laughs> hey
0: man, I was I, I was like 19 and completely broke. I you got to at...
1: ask for money. How about that? Yeah. You Dude, didn't I do it, to... so you I... didn't get it.
0: My job at the time was working at the information desk at the like the student center at my college. So I was making minimum wage in like 2002. So no, I did not. I never, the price was free.
1: You went to the information desk and were like, name my wage. And they said, the least we can do. So you turned around and like, okay, great policy. Name my price. I'm I'm there. Name my price. I'm taking this bed. Goodbye.
0: Give me this cool Ikea bed. He also sold me a a desk. And I think I might've actually given him money for that. And then I sold that when
1: I moved to, I
0: sold everything when I moved to Japan. It's all That's gone. Do it.
1: It's I'm, all gone. I'm moving now. It's so much. So, everything I sell is so much better than everything I move. I don't want any of this shit. It's garbage. <laughs> I'll get new shit at the next place.
0: That's true. There will be more shit to buy at the next so place. So much more shit to buy. Or find in a curb alert.
1: But uh, when it comes to buying, there's, there's different ways to do it. I Now, Margaret was like, just you can take Venmo from people. It's totally fine. And I was like, sounds suspicious. I don't want, especially, I put these dressers online uh, Thursday night, and then I had people messaging me. Again, I didn't have a Facebook account, and so I created one. At that time, I didn't even have a picture on my account, and I had no friends. Wow. It just said, Johnny Rhodes lives in Minneapolis.
0: So you looked like you were like a murderer. Yep.
1: And I put these dressers on, and people were like, I'll Venmo you now if you'll hold it for me until Saturday or Sunday.
0: I will send you the murder money,
1: murder man. Like You don't even fucking know where I live yet. For all you know, I'm going to give you an address that isn't real, and you'll go there. It'll be like streets that don't intersect, and you won't get anything. Apparently, this is an easy scam to do. I'm I'm a nice guy, so I don't do that. But I could not believe that people were so happy to just, here's the money. Very suspicious looking. Maybe they're going to flip it. Yeah. Like that guy who flipped Margaret's tables. Oh, fuck that guy. Uh, but in, in Doing this I Even when people say Hey I can't come for days Can I Venmo you now I'm like something's going to come up You're going to try to renege and tell me you want the money back And then somehow I get ripped off I just cash in my hand I know what to do with So sure. I told everybody uh, You come and you put the cash in my hand And then you take the thing Bing Money on the wood make the game go good Money on a site cause fights Bing
0: See, that's what my ex-boyfriend's roommate should have done. I think what happened was that he, you know, didn't give a shit and he, like, moved out. And then I just kind of took it. But, yeah, he should have gotten the dollar in hand, the one dollar. Or four quarters. Either way, whatever form it took, he should have gotten it. But he didn't.
1: Today, I had a woman here, a woman and her son. And first off, she was cool as hell when she came in. It was, she was, I would estimate she was 45. She lives out in some far flung suburb and she brought her 16 year old son who was very shy. Was he on his phone the whole time? Uh, no, but he like wouldn't make eye contact with me. And, uh, he took his shoes off when he came in, but he wasn't wearing socks. So he just was bare feet around the house oh, the whole time.
0: Bless his heart. But it's fucking March in Minneapolis. Yeah. It's
1: quite cold. Uh, but then, so he would just put his shoes back on every time he, he left carrying stuff out. Oh. And then one of the times they came back in, she was like, uh, he wants to, he saw that I had like some video game stuff. And she was like, he wants to know if you have any video game stuff for sale. Aww. It was, it was, it was really nice. Uh, but, and then also I didn't mention she had, uh, hoop earrings and then, uh, little earring like studs all up and down her ears Ooh, and the, the prince logo right behind her left ear nice and this woman rules a beauty mark piercing nice bright gold this took this me a couple times hero. to realize that like oh yeah that's what that is uh and so she came she was buying the bed, and then she was like you don't have anything else for sale do you and i was like i got some other stuff and i showed her some stuff and then she was like i don't think so and then she saw this vanity this is a side story we're not going to get into, but I had kind of told somebody else they could have the vanity, but then this person was here, and sometimes people were flaky, and, I, and she was like, uh, "You want to, you want to sell that vanity? It looks great." And so I said a number higher than what I had committed to selling it for, and she said yes, and I was like, "Okay, that's done. That's business. But it's business, baby. Okay, You're I the boss, baby. I, I now can confirm. I just realized she sold me." I sold her the bed for three hundred and fifty dollars, not a hundred and fifty, because she had to go to the bank to get the money. Like to get because I said I wanted cash, and so she got the money and came here, and she and then I wanted like a hundred and twenty-five for the vanity, and she didn't have any more cash. And she's like, "Can I just square you?" And I was like, "Well, given that yes, this is fine. This is not some internet weirdo. I see you were cool." And so then she was like, I don't really know how to use Square, but I've got it. And I was like, well, I I got Square, too. And we figured out how to do it. We lined it up. And initially, her card didn't work, but then it worked, and it was fine. And it went right through. And then uh, they packed everything up and left, and everything was cool. And then, several hours later, I checked my email, and I saw a message that said, sent you $100. Because her name on Square is... And I don't know, now you can can tell, I think this is okay. I don't think, if you think we have to bleep this out, we can bleep it out. But I also have like her actual square username, which is dollar sign. Wow. So I'll let you, what do you think that is? I don't want to put any thoughts in your head. My thoughts, I want to hear your thoughts. Um,
0: I would assume. I don't know if. I mean, she's 45, but I don't think that really makes a difference that much when it comes sometimes to. Sometimes it's better. Sometimes it's better, right? If you're like selling, if you're like putting yourself out there as like an experienced
1: lady of the world, who lady has of the world incre- is the phrase you're using.
0: Did she have great legs?
1: I I cannot speak through her legs at all. I don't. I don't have any idea.
0: Maybe she's got some kind of, like, OnlyFans situation. That's, but it's that's her, where I went to. That's kind of what I would think, or, like, maybe even, I don't, never mind. No, Yeah. go for it. What
1: are you going to say? The
0: <laughs> thing makes me think that maybe dominatrix, there's, like, right? like, a dominatrix yep. or, like, a, even a Findom situation yep. happening.
1: I, she was so skittish about her square, and part of me was, like, she was trying to play it cool in front of her son. and be like, oh, Square, how does that work?
0: Right. I don't know what ca- I don't know what Cash App is. Yeah. What's a Venmo? I don't
1: got $11,000 sitting in my Square account to throw in furniture I didn't know I was going to buy today. No way have I used Square before. <laughs> yeah. That's where I went to. Just get in uh, the
0: bag. Just get in the bag.
1: And again, I'm... I'm first off if she's if she's doing that that's great and i personally benefited from it but i was pretty shocked to see that i initially i was like oh no something bad happened somebody is but no no it, it, the picture comes up and it's her yeah and it's not a picture of her leg either i don't know now i haven't google I, I haven't and i don't intend to google any of this stuff uh this is her business, not mine, and I'm it's not going true. to partake in your transaction. That, so is why complete. should I go any further? But it, it, it especially since it was so spur of the moment, it did feel like she was like, Oh fuck it. I know where I got a lot of money, sent. In. Let me let me get that over to you real, real quick, bud.
0: Good for her. She gets a vanity. She gets a bed. Her- she said
1: it uh she was she said she was going to uh give it to it was for her daughter to do to for to have to do her nails. And I thought, well I actually don't have my nails done now, but I thought since I have done my nails at this vanity, at this very vanity, so I, I thought in a way it was always meant to be. Also, I, I am so it works. works Bing. <laughs> uh, as you can see, I decided to bleep the name. And the reason is that I was I was weighing whether to use the name in the segment. And I thought, well, what is the harm in using the name? I thought, well, it could be, maybe there's weird Google results, and I decided to bite the bullet. I I typed the name into Google, and some jokes are funny because they are absurd and disconnected from reality, and some jokes are funny because they are so factual. Uh, The jokes that Babs and I made would fall into the latter category in retrospect, I, I didn't click through, I didn't see anything, but just from the initial page that came up, uh, everything Babs and I speculated was 100% factual. And uh, I don't need this lady getting outed on my podcast. I'm not putting anything else out there. I hope she enjoys the vanity. Bing! That's all the selling furniture content we have today. Uh, it's time for... a. Man, did we we come up with a a recurring, a name for this next recurring segment?
0: Is it Pat's Surprise Box? We're not doing Pat's Surprise
1: Box box tonight.
0: Pat didn't do a mystery box for me?
1: Uh, I forgot to ask him.
0: You didn't ask Pat to do a mystery box for me?
1: I'll text him right now. He'll probably do that. I'm going to cry. I'm going to cry. Dear Pat.
0: You should probably bleep this part because no one's talking.
1: I'm talking. I'm reading the text messages I'm sending. Dear Pat, do you want to do? Do you want to do a Pat's mystery box do you want in to five do minutes? Pat's mystery box on no notice. The guest is Babs. I need it ASAP.
0: Also, I don't remember the rules of Pat's mystery Quality box. Quality is
1: not important. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> message sent. Uh, yeah, well, I'll I'll clean that up. It'll sound really good in, in the edit, just like every fucking other thing I release does. Just kidding. Uh, I no. have high hopes. The uh, did did we come up with a name for the high school segment?
0: I don't. I don't think. I don't think we did. Warren tried to steal um, the Blender years, but that's a that's a subreddit, so we can't have that. We don't want that.
1: It should have sauce in it. Um, what are okay? Talk through some sauces. Um, marinara, marinara. special
0: garlic, hot
1: hollandaise, school um, hollandaise, like bechamel, hollandaise, that's
0: school good. hollandaise. That's 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 an option. No, it's not. Um,
1: um, okay, it's not there yet. We'll work time. on it. We'll we'll workshop that one. Uh, for the record, Pat has not seen the text message yet. Uh, okay, but so we're gonna do the high school segment. Still looking for a name. Maybe it'll come to us. Uh, but no one who listens to this knows. Like, where did you go to high school? Oh, we. Oh, yeah. Sorry. I thought. I thought. Some where did of- you? What did you think I was going to ask?
0: I don't know. I thought it's still somehow related to the lack of a title. Um, I went to the same high school that Pat did. I went to IMSA, the Illinois Math and Science
1: Academy. IMSA. So IMSA. is that like a good school?
0: IMSA. Is it a good school?
1: Yeah. I guess
0: that depends on who you ask. What do you think is a good school?
1: What is We're, What does the, the phrase good school mean to you? We're really going to have to how how how, how does one now. lead a, what does it mean to live a good life what is best in life is that what you're asking <laughs> me
0: no no I'm, I'm just trying to give you examples of the obnoxious questions that we had to consider in high school in my english
1: oh if you're talking classes. about shit like this you went to a better school than i did here's, read, here's, read, here's my uh, english high school we're gonna read the book out loud in class because no one will read anything outside of class
0: was it was it Nietzsche? We had to read Nietzsche. No, oh, yeah. we actually read Camille, Camille Paglia. I don't know how to say her name because it's been like twenty years since I talked about Camille Paglia. Pag- Paglia. Um, we read. We read all kinds of crazy shit. I think we read the Crucible, but everybody reads the Crucible. We did the Crucible in drama club.
1: Yeah.
0: yeah. Sounds like a good school. We did, we good did good some. Mess, yeah. We
1: did some wild shit.
0: Oh, we read the Tempest, did and then guys, we pro- did we did a production of the Tempest.
1: We had a contest. Whoever could uh, understand Goofus and Gallant the best got $100. (laughs) Nobody won. We deconstructed deconstructed Goofus and Gallant. Are you more of a Goofus or more of a Gallant?
0: Um, I am, I think I'm a Goofus with Gallant tendencies.
1: Bing. I am a Goofus in the streets, Gallants in the sheets.
0: Bing. I'm a I'm a I'm a goofus sun gallant rising. How's that?
1: <laughs> Every time goofus, goofus sun sun goes into moon. retrograde, none of my jokes land. It sucks. Fuck,
0: I don't. I, I'm, I know so little about astrology. I messed it up. I'm. A, I'm a goofus. Edit this. I'm a goofus sun gallant.
1: moon. You fucking think you told me to edit things, huh? <laughs> That's out. That's right out.
0: This is our podcast now, Johnny.
1: <laughs> Boy, you got no idea how this works. I. Th- you know, I thought you were a listener. I'm really sad to see.
0: I am a. I'm a listener. I'm a I'm a long time listener, third time caller,
1: and you tell me when to edit stuff.
0: I just thought it was a suggestion. Okay, Okay. it's just a suggestion.
1: I'm I don't mean to put you on the ropes like this. Why don't you tell me some more about how smart you are because you got to go to this good school?
0: Um, I am
1: not very smart. So why 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 did you get to go to brain school?
0: Because the dumbasses who read the applications, like I spent tricked them. the last two days doing, I, I bamboozled them and I pulled the wool over their eyes and I tricked them and I didn't keep my promise. And,
1: uh. What was your promise? Did you, did you actually? I was trying make to a do a, promise? I was
0: trying to do a the room thing. They tricked me.
1: Oh. I didn't keep their
0: promise. And I don't care anymore. Without this,
1: without this stilted language, I, I think it's too far. I'm sorry.
0: Yeah, no. Hey, I
1: we we're going down the wrong road. I, I gotta know, stop berating okay, yeah, you, I'm and done, you, got, you got you gotta stand up for yourself. It's, fine, and not it's all
0: fine. All that no, I was I was a, I was a really uh clever kid, and I did really well on my. I've always been good at test taking. Yeah. Um, because of of all of the ways that having like really bad ADD screws you over um, academically, it actually can make you amazing at test taking. It's like a superpower. So I'm really good at taking tests. Uh, not so much at studying or paying attention in class but really good at taking tests. So I did really well on my SAT and I had uh, tricked my teachers into thinking that I was really smart. So, and I think that also there were probably some people looking at the applications who wanted to get more people from downstate because, and this is true, certainly true now, because I've, I've been one of I've. They call it uh review committee. So we look at applications. This is the
1: thing you you do now, right?
0: Yeah, I've done it almost every year since 2014. That's really cool. We spend two days looking at these applications. And so most of the kids you see are from the Chicago suburbs, not even so much the city itself, mostly the Chicago suburbs. A lot of them are kids who are already going to some pretty like baller high schools, but it's just not IMSA. (laughs) So it's like, well, you already have like all the extracurriculars that IMSA does and you're doing all of them. So... I'm sure you'll be a great addition to the, the community. Um, but yeah, so there's, so there's always been a desire because it's, you know, a state funded high school and the, its reach is supposed to be all 102 counties in Illinois. So, um, there's definitely a push to get people from historically underrepresented populations. And that does include downstate. It includes rural kids, but it also includes like kids from Chicago public schools who are in like the bad Chicago public schools. Sure. Um. so yeah maybe that's why they were more sympathetic to me and at the time you know I thought yeah I want to like be a doctor because I think I'd like seen an episode of ER and thought it looked really cool so I was you like, wanted to do yeah. the, paddles. the paddles I wanted to do the paddles I wanted to hang out with um, handsome 90s George Clooney with his little
1: Caesar mm-hmm. haircut you were getting Noah Wiley at best Clooney was going to be gone
0: I can't believe you would say a thing like that to me after all <laughs> we've been through that's so mean That's one of the meanest things anybody has ever said to me. One of the nicest things anybody ever said to me was that I was giving Parker Posey vibes, and now someone has said that I would have to settle for Wiley over Clooney. I'm just going to pack it in. It's over for me.
1: Anyway. Who who said uh, that Parker Posey thing? Friend of mine. Face blindness?
0: No, it was a vibe. It's a vibe, Johnny. Jesus. So
1: mean. Okay. Anyway,
0: uh, so I, so I got in and then as soon as I got there, I was like, man, all these other kids are really fucking good at math and science. And so like compared to the general population, I'm pretty good at math, but compared to those people, yeah, I like can count five sticks on the ground and that's math.
1: Here, here's a thing: They got, they got Illinois math and science Academy. They got Illinois reading and writing Academy. Or is it just that one?
0: Um, they do not have the reading and writing Academy. They don't have the, the arts Academy. Um, but when I was there, though, I think there was kind of a recognition that there were a lot of people who got there and were like, oh, shit, I'm way better. This is better really at-
1: math and science. This and- <laughs> is
0: really math and science. I'm really better at reading and writing and not
1: so much the arithmetic. So um, yeah, Especially like long term. Like it's easy to say, like, sure, I, I can test into here, but right, right. not especially what I'm going to keep doing.
0: So they had um, like three kind of academic tracks that you could be on. And one of them was um, like integrated science, which was super science heavy. Like that was for those like, real geniuses or whatever. And then there was, um, I think it was called Core, which was the normies, like, normal people. And then there was Perspectives, which oh. I was in. And that was, like, an integrated humanities, which is why we did things like read fucking Nietzsche and the Bacchae. Like, let's tell a bunch of 15-year-olds about, like, Dionysian rituals, and then maybe we can watch The Doors in our spare time or like it was, we'll read the secret history in class. Like it was fucking crazy in retrospect. It was amazing. Still one of my, still one of my like guilty favorite books. Um, maybe that can be my plug. So yeah, so I was in the the like humanities weirdo track at IMSA. So I would like kind of survive and do my best to get like bees in my math and science classes. And then I just like fucking crushed it in the other ones. And then just otherwise did a lot of socializing and hanging out doing terrible things, making out with people in bushes, you know, the usual
1: high school shit. I'm not going to follow up on that. Uh...
0: (laughs) Well, cause cause like our lives were so, I'm sure it's even worse now, but you know, there were like boy dorms and girl dorms and you could like go visit a boy in his dorm room, but you had to have the door propped open all the way. And the rule was that you had to have four on the floor at all times. And like
1: the you had the, to have your you had to be down on all fours at all times?
0: No, you had all f- four human's feet in the room had to be on the floor.
1: So boy feet
0: had, both had to be on the floor and also girls. I know you're making a joke, but I am not uh going to respond to it. So um and then like the the authority figures the they called them resident counselors. Pat was one, not when he was a student obviously. So Pat was um, a mark. Pat was a narc, yeah. Okay. So the narcs, the, the like adults. Yeah. I mean, we thought of them as, you know, like adults, but they were like 23. I, I, I don't think I
1: should have said Pat. I think I meant to say Pat a narc. I don't think was was necessary there.
0: Anyway, so these like 23 year olds would make rounds and they would walk through the dorms and I don't know, make sure that we weren't.
1: Stuff.
0: Yeah, counting feet, making sure we weren't oh. like shooting up or snorting research chemicals that we created ourselves in class. I don't know. Um, so, so for I think a lot that's, of that's us, a pretty
1: broad range there from you don't have your feet on the ground to you invented a new drug to take.
0: No. And, and I was friends with all the, the, the
1: kids who did a lot of drugs
0: and they didn't really invent new drugs so much as just find ways to like synthesize, synthesize existing ones. Yeah, like yeah. they would make like morning glory tea all the time because it's like, yeah, anyway. So, um, kids were always like robo tripping and stupid shit like that. Cause it became a hobby to break the rules. As like, was what the can I get away time. with? Yeah. I'm so, I'm so fucking smart. I'm smarter than all these like 23 year olds trying to wrangle me. They think they know me, man, but they don't know me. I'm going to sneak some vodka onto campus and drink it in this water bottle during finals. And then I'm going to sneak into some boys room and smoke a cigarette. Not in the room. <laughs> you would like go slightly off campus to smoke the cigarettes because it's cool. That's how, that's how we're cool.
1: Uh, and this how is I probably cool. a good way to build directly into that. How, how were you different then than you are now?
0: Um, I think like 15, 14 to 17-year-old me would be disappointed but not surprised with where I have ended
1: with where my life has gone. I think that about myself all the time. <laughs> I was like, boy, this is about as bad as this could have fucking gone, huh? <laughs>
0: Yeah, I think I'd be disappointed that I was like, you know, that I'm doing, I'm a lawyer like my dad was. I work for the state of Illinois like my stepmom did, which I never wanted to do because I saw the dumb sh- political shit, like polit- political with like a small P, but still shit that she had to deal with. Um, I think I'd be disappointed that I live in my hometown, which I hated and was desperate to escape. Um, I'd probably be pretty stoked about my choice of spouse and the fact That's that I have the, a beautiful
1: child. You. I don't have any kids, so I'm a big failure that way. I definitely assumed anyway. But the only thing I I always come back to is I would be first off shocked that like I had ever had a girlfriend or presently do. But then also like, you got a really cool girlfriend. Why didn't you Gina is extremely cool. What happened there? Why didn't shouldn't some of that like if why don't you act like that? You just (laughs) act like an idiot. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you never got any smarter or better. Somehow this lady hangs around you, and that's the only thing you got fucking going for you. I mean, uh, and to be honest, 17-year-old Johnny, I would estimate in most ways smarter than present Johnny.
0: Oh, yeah. I think 17-year-old me was definitely smarter, more creative, made better connections. I'm a, at least a marginally better writer now than I was then, and – uh I mean, obviously I like understand myself a lot better. I know more things about the world. I know what my own limitations are. Um, but I don't, I don't know that you always should know what your limitations are when you're 17 because then you don't go out and do some of the really cool shit that the young, the youths do from time to time. So, um, but like, I don't know, but then I compare myself to like, I don't know. A lot of people don't, you can't compare yourself to people or even to your own, like, 17-year-old dreams because I didn't really know what I wanted. I thought I knew what I wanted. I mean, um, same.
1: I was dead wrong, but I had, I had some ideas.
0: Yeah, like, I I don't know. I thought I was going to be fucking, like, a, a girl 21st century, like, Tom Wolfe or some shit. And that was just never going to happen for a, an absolute, like, galaxy full of reasons. I guess I could have stuck with journalism and dealt with the complete, like, implosion of print media and maybe try to be like a gawker kind of person eventually but i don't know that Looks i would great be for any- those
1: gawker people
0: Well exactly i don't know that i ever would have been happier doing that shit and those people are all really mean And i don't want to be mean i don't like being mean i have to be mean sometimes in my job and i fucking hate it it's the worst So um so yeah maybe i would forgive myself maybe young me would forgive older me I do have a i have a i have a handsome wonderful husband who does everything and is great and funny and smart and cool and great to hang out
1: with. You're doing okay with that. Uh, young me would find present me very weak.
0: <laughs> like like physically weak?
1: Uh, yes. I used to, when I was, back when I spent the summers working for my dad to begin with, uh, I had to you move were lifting, some of this fucking furniture lifting, with these bro? people and it was not Right, ideal. you were also
0: like, like an adolescent male so you're basically your blood is like pure testosterone at that point
1: oh yeah we can get some other stuff that's changed (laughs) (laughs) okay uh 39 minutes i'll (laughs) mark that down um no not not in that sense in that, that like i used to be like a shithead who liked arguing with people and putting it to people and being like we're gonna find out the truth and now i look at that guy i'm like how are you any like you're just like the moderate democrat version of some shitty right dude and i have no regard for that that stupid child but still i would look now like why don't you just you you're like again you said that about how you don't have you, you occasionally have to be mean at your job and in my head i was like i never have to be mean at my job and i love that so much and but again 17 year old me would be like you should be taking some people down some but again, You're smarter than he they fucking are. you know more than they do.
0: yeah he was about Those to learn guys. a bunch of
1: shit, though it wasn't gonna be a good couple of years for that guy came Those through crappies. it but we, we had some bad times
0: I think I think 17 year old me would be shocked that like I don't still buy all my clothes at the Salvation Army in Aurora uh because I was kind of a scrappy little hipster waif then. I think I'd be like, oh, now I'm just, I still have short hair, but I'm kind of just a mom. Cute kid, though. Just
1: a mom. What a thing to say.
0: Just a mom. But 17 year old me would think something like that. I guess.
1: But, and I guess if we, if we want to disparage these, these old versions, I would be, excuse me, 17 year old me would be disappointed that like I didn't, that the present version of me didn't wear a suit to work every day. (laughs) And a, and a trilby. Yeah. Like two, like, I in high, I I was 17 when the Iraq War started and I very much hated it. And in fact, my uh got into fights at school about it. Wow. Because I I I was very strongly like this is an absolute This is atrocity. transparent this
0: is... bullshit and we shouldn't be doing this and it's going to be a fucking disaster for yeah. decades to come. Yeah.
1: But Outside of, and again, and, but then, like, in a lot of ways, I look back and I'm like, I was basically what I would now consider like a moderate Republican. Yeah. And I just, I, I, I did, what a shithead. I didn't know anything yet. I hadn't been anywhere yet. I had to go and learn some stuff. I did. It sounds like getting back to our other thing, maybe this is a way you succeeded in doing some of that uh, at an earlier age than I did, going to EMSA. Did yeah, you just expanded it, your worldview, or do you think you were already that person if, and you would have been that person if you'd stayed uh, in your hometown?
0: I I don't know how to answer that because when I I think I would not have had as much self-confidence if I had stayed here because when I went to IMSA, I went in with this attitude of like I mean it's kinda of like like when people go to college, like like I'm gonna leave this like loser dork with frizzy hair whose pants don't fit behind. And if that means that I'm going to cut all my hair off, I'm going to call myself Babs instead of Barbara, because nobody likes Barbara. Um, and, you know, I'm going to wear weird shit that I find at Salvation Army, which I'd started doing anyway. And then, you know, I, I went there and IMS is cool because it's it's an incredibly diverse place in a lot of ways. So you find people from different backgrounds, whether that's like socioeconomic, um, Racial, ethnic, sexualities, everything. Like, so just getting exposed to a much more diverse world than I was used to. But then at the same time, you have a lot in common with all these kids. So, um, that was, that was really great. And I could go in and be like, I'm Babs. And then people were like, Babs is cool. I was like, what the fuck? Like, no one thinks I'm cool except my, like, I, I do have one best friend from since I was nine or 10 years old and we are still very close. And I love her like a sister. She was the only person before IMSA who ever thought I was cool. <laughs> and I'm not saying I actually am cool But like some people thought I was And that was that just blew my mind I, I couldn't believe it And so it gave me a level of confidence uh, That lasted pretty much Until like 10 minutes at Northwestern And then it was all gone Not forever But it was nice while it lasted
1: That's such an I feel like this is a thing we've hit on a lot here When we've been doing these high school segments of how people have different time frames when they think of themselves as cool. And I kind of think that maybe doing that when you're in high school is a better way of doing it than when you're in college.
0: I don't know that it is, though, because then when you're in college and all these other people are having their like, I'm suddenly cool moments. Like when I went off to college, I was really like, I don't know, Jaded is probably not even too strong of a word for it, because you know I'm like living in the dorms with all these other kids. None of them have lived away from home before. I've already been out for th- since I was 14 years old, and you know I I lived downstate, so I didn't go home that much. I called my parents like twice a week and emailed them sometimes, but it wasn't as obviously it wasn't as connected as it was now. I graduated in 2000, so
1: um, that's bizarre to think about. In the late 90s, you're just like. Hey, Ma, I'll email you if we want to have some some fun, like, mom and daughter time. Oh, my dad emailed me constantly when I was at IMSA, constantly. Like, email forwards, or what is he sending you?
0: No, he was mostly sending me questions about why my grades were not all A's. Uh, Well, that's no fun. And concerns that I was, you know, spending all my time not studying, but, like, making out behind bushes with boys and things like that. Fair enough. I mean, fair enough.
1: in your in your real life, you were making it with boys in bushes, but in your dad's head, you were behind the bushes,
0: yes, exactly it, was really it
1: shows how the parents never really know what's going no, on no, they don't they don't know what's going on.
0: I can't wait till I don't know what's going on with my own child, a scant probably ten minutes from now
1: <laughs> so so I was really
0: jaded when I got college i was just like
1: i know what it's like to leave home. i know
0: what it's like to live away from home i've already been doing my own fucking laundry and all of these amazing bosom best friends you guys are suddenly making you're not going to be talking to any of these people in six months which i was right about but did not make me a very good first friend at college to make because my attitude was very much i don't give a shit about any of you people because i know i'm not going to find my real friends until like march of next year and I was right, <laughs> but it was very much like a self-fulfilling prophecy. I did find my friends that March and I'm still friends with them, which is amazing, but also like what a fucking asshole I was.
1: <laughs> I wonder if that's another another cool kid maneuver. I, I didn't have that experience in finding my real friends at all. Really? Yeah. Like I found my real friends pretty much straight away. But I wonder if like you're the, like you, the cool people, Get the, like You're like panning for gold And so you're just <laughs> shaking that thing Like No, no, not, you go right ahead We can talk for a couple of weeks But we'll be doing something else soon And then finally by March You look down at that pan it, it's, it, yes. it's it's blinding you with the light Whereas I just reached in I, I, I grabbed the, the river bottom And put it in my hand And said, this will do And I walked away
0: Well, you know, what's funny because I, because I lived in, when I went to college, not to get too far away from high school, but when I went to college, I lived in an all girl dorm, which weirdly my parents like forced me to do, even though I was, I guess maybe because I started college when I was 17. So they're like, um, so all my friends, like I didn't make any friends in that dorm because they're all these girls were just really mean. And all the only reason they lived there, I think was because it was like in the sorority quads and they all just wanted to rush sororities and move out as quickly as possible. I don't actually know if that's possible. I don't know anything about sororities except that I did not want to be one, be in one after dealing with these girls.
1: I think there was definitely um, a thing at U of I like that where if you successfully rushed, you could get out of your dorm lease or whatever it's, it's called.
0: Yeah, it was – anyway, um, so, but like – so, you know, I, I would go to like events at other dorms and somehow made some friends and then, of course, did not end up being friends with any of them.
1: Because <laughs> you always... told them in advance, like, by the way, this is – Four months tops.
0: Yeah, but I was also having some pretty like serious problems my freshman year of college, like almost failed out kinds of problems. So anyway, that's a, that's a story for another day. High school was great, sort of. It was, a lot of it was great.
1: Uh, would one of the great events be your prom?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, yeah, prom, prom was pretty, prom was weird. Uh, cause, so I was our prom queen my year, but the only reason I was the prom queen was because, so, you know, if, if you're at IMSA, a lot of people who go there are very strange and they're not the kind of people who ever could have been on prom court at their home high schools. And I include myself very much in that. Like nobody knew who the fuck I was at my high school. And if they did know, they didn't like me. So, um, except my one friend. So um at IMSA, at least my impression was that the only people who really cared about sort of like school spirit, rah, 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 things like that were the kind of people who would have been like that at their home schools anyway, like attract, okay. like attractive, uh, outgoing, sort of preppy ish, kind of like i'm on the student council kind of people um so i felt very strongly that it would be that, that 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 wasn't fair and that was not representative of the actual student body at IMSA.
1: and it sounds like you're you're correct in having this thought
0: i was i was They're like I, this I,
1: is way off we can do a better job what about
0: 17 year old me queen I was,
1: for the people
0: so i fucking I, I like campaigned i didn't like print signs or anything but I remember, like, you know, they had some kind of sheet, like a nominating sheet or something. And so I remember that lunch period just being like, you guys should nominate me because we need, like, actual fucking weirdo representation on this prom court. Nobody who's nominated so far, except for, like, one guy, is actually weird. So I was out here, like, campaigning on, like, the freak power ticket. And then um, our prom king that year was just, like, the kindest, gentlest, sweetest guy who never would have ever it never would have occurred to him to go campaign to be the prom king because why would you ever do something like that and like put yourself out there for any reason i'm just going to be like quietly excellent at everything i do and be incredibly clutch and quiet about it so his roommates nominated him kind of with a similar idea but like this guy is the kind of person who actually deserves some kind of public accolade like this so we're gonna nominate him for that and so he won and i won and we were both just like uh, excuse me. <laughs> like,
1: Do you think you had like a silent coalition where like the people you voted for, the people who voted for you, heard about this concept and was like, you know, there's, there's no dude campaigning on the same ticket, but voting for that guy seems to go in the in the same vein. But you I, were so I convincing, you were secretly campaigning for both of you.
0: But see, but see, he he already he didn't even need to campaign because I mean, his roommates nominated him, but he already had the love and respect of all the actual nerds. Because he was just really, really smart and really unassuming and sweet and great. So, um, so I remember like being there. I remember some kid coming up to me and being like, I voted for you guys twice. <laughs> so like, there might Whoa. be other reasons you guys He's like, I really so believe in, I really believe in this. You, you guys, this, this is how it should be. Like, he. That's not a verbatim quote, but like that was the vibe I got. I like it. Uh, So, yeah, this, this kid and I were very confused. I think we had to dance to, like, Sarah McLaughlin in front of everybody, like, I will
1: remember you. Now, do you remember this guy? What's he doing now?
0: I do. I don't know what he's doing now. I imagine. uh you think uh, he's better so, than me? I think he's better than me.
1: Well, you're better than me, so I know. <laughs> <who you're
0: saying. laughs> so by the transitive property, which I oh, also. Oh, so you
1: did learn something at the math school. <laughs> Good job.
0: No, I learned that before math school. You had oh, to learn oh, that to take oh, the SAT to get into stuff. math school.
1: We, th- that was senior year, uh, for, math for me. That's, that's a lot. Right before, like, hey, you're on your way to college. Transitive property.
0: <laughs> like, like that Simpsons where they're like yelling who, who won World War Two <laughs> Yeah. On, on the last day of school. We won. Um, so before I ask you about your prom experience, the other thing I wanted to say was, it, so it was really weird because on the one hand, I had like succeeded in my bizarre campaign for like, nerd weirdo representation on IMSA prom court but on the other hand my date was somebody I'm not going to tell the entire story because it's long and involved and boring and it's teenage drama Who gives? it's 20 years ago who gives a shit but like my date unbeknownst to me was uh, like my kind of long distance boyfriend at the time and he was getting ready to break up with me and didn't want to be there but like showed up because he felt obligated and he like showed up incredibly stoned and barely talked to me and was being incredibly, like, super rude and what mean. What a nice and- gesture.
1: I don't want to be the jerk who doesn't show up. So let right, me just right. fuck everything up I'm not going to break up with you way.
0: before the prom so you can, like, go How about you with- break
1: up a month in advance and make this a lot right. easier on everybody? It's just
0: like, like, you know, I don't, I, don't, I don't want to let you, that like, sucks. go with one of your friends and actually have a good time. Yeah. Um, yeah. So he was just being very standoffish and rude. And when I won, I remember, like, coming back to the table. And I no longer remember what he said to me, which is probably for the best. Um but it, I just remember it was incred- like curt and cold, like "oh, way to go" or something like that. Like, not that it's some massive achievement or anything like that. It's not like I won some kind of prize for being really smart or fun. But I was just like, man, this is some cold shit.
1: We are legitimately not here to have fun. Great. Yeah, he's no like, no he was what legitimately. What good thing happens? We're not going to have any fun tonight.
0: No, no. Excellent work, it, it-
1: buddy. It was
0: bad. He's like not smiling in any of the pictures. I mean, in fairness to him, he was like 16 and going through some incredibly heavy personal shit at the time. And you know, you're 16, you're 17, and you're gonna fuck this kind of thing up. Um, so, but yeah, so it was actually, despite being the prom queen, it was uh, surprisingly not that fun of an evening. How about yours? How was your prom?
1: Uh, I, I, I was the prom king. Did you campaign? I, i don't know what campaign means everybody knew they should vote for me i didn't have to be told
0: Uh, i don't tell people what to think
1: (laughs) yeah i just i trust people to know what to think and gosh darn they sure did know uh but that it was not there were not very many people in the class there are not very many options i you know i, I was is, the, is it
0: possible that you were all you know you were as like funny and charming as you are now and also like an adorable 17 year old boy I whom all these was, girls had secret crushes on
1: no i if anybody had crushes on me, they remained a secret throughout my entire <laughs> life to this day uh the and and I know one person who did not have a crush on me, and that was my prom date.
0: Oh no! Uh,
1: but we we didn't we did not go as like a, a serious date. We went as friends. Uh, the ladies were it, it was it, it was a at a different time. The ladies were not all about it yet, so they they didn't know nobody was into it. But everybody <laughs> was like, "Well, oh, Johnny can be the prom king," and so they voted for me to be the prom king, and then they voted for you know like a pretty girl with a, an actual boyfriend, but not a boyfriend. And I I'm sure if she'd Everybody, obviously, you know how things often. I guess not for you, but generally, a lot of a lot of girls have older boyfriends, and so like if there had been an actual couple, but like none of these girls were going to lower themselves and date any of these boys in this class, so uh, there was no actual couple to vote for, and so like we'll vote for her because she makes sense, and then somebody's got to stand up there. These pictures are going to look weird, and so I went up there with her, and it was it was fun. I think and, you're selling it, yourself short. Uh, no, these are facts. <laughs> And uh, I had fun at the dance, but then, like, I liked the girl I went with, but she didn't like me so much, and I didn't really go anywhere. But again, I didn't. It wasn't like that was something I found out at the prom. It was just what was up, right? That's just the situation. You you, at least
0: you walked into it knowing that that was. (laughs) Yeah, I, I
1: would certainly take it over your experience of oh dang, my boyfriend decided. Not to tell me he doesn't like me, but did decide to get really stoned and not be able to talk to me very well.
0: I, I feel like in his defense also, this just I just remembered uh, this. Why so
1: much defense of this guy?
0: I don't know, because he was a kid, and I yeah, was in this yeah, terrible habit of writing cats. him very long emails about my feelings all the time. It was just a very he just a bad— He should be so lucky
1: to get those. I, ain't nobody writing me emails back then. <laughs> If you write me emails, like, unsubscribe from this message list. He,
0: pr- he probably did unsubscribe. He probably never even read them. And good for him. No one should,
1: no should read that Good for him. Boy. I, you know, I, I feel like I've done a bad job making jokes at your expense, but I think you're doing it even worse now. Good for him, the guy who is your boyfriend and doesn't read your emails.
0: He shouldn't have been a shit at the prom. That is true.
1: I think but... he shouldn't have done a lot of things. <laughs> It was fun to be the prom king. Uh, and it's fun. Did you get a crown? Uh, yeah, I got did a crown. Did you get crown. to keep it? I got a sash. Did, did you I keep don't a crown? know if I got to keep it. If I did get to keep it, I didn't keep it for very long. Because like, I tended to have like an area in like a, a box in my room that had such things. And I don't know where that ever went. Mm. Uh, but it's uh, it's mostly fun as a thing that when people talk to me, they are like shocked to hear and so people it's are fun shocked to, to hear that I man. was the prom queen too. Yeah. yeah. So and it's like, nice. Really? And then, uh,
0: Oh wait, do you want to hear something that somebody said at my expense at the time? So I have a sister who's 15 months older than me, who is very, very smart and also a very hard worker, very good at school. So she was the valedictorian of her high school class, which was like a year ahead of mine. Um, did she go remember, to IMSA or did she? No, she, okay. she didn't go to IMSA. Um, so I remember there, we'd been involved in this, like, church youth group, at, 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 like, early on in my high school career, but before I went to IMSA. And so this woman who ran the youth group had called my house maybe to congratulate me on graduating or something. And she said, you know, it's really – it's it's crazy that, you know, you and your sister, she was the valedictorian and you were the prom queen. I would have thought it would be
1: the other way around. <laughs> <laughs> who likes that comment? <laughs> Who's that good? For? Did, did, yeah, that's right. I was just
0: like, yeah, that is that is pretty crazy. That is pretty crazy. Yeah. Wild stuff. Wild stuff. I'm glad uh, you had fun being the prom king, Johnny.
1: When I was in high school, uh, it would have been early high school, one time I the mayor of Avon uh, called my dad and said, uh, hey, your son broke all the windows out by the baseball field, right? You Didn't you call and tell me that was true? And my dad's like, what the fuck are you talking about? No, he didn't. He's like, pretty sure you called and admitted that recently. And then uh, my dad was like, well, he didn't do it. Uh, it doesn't make any sense. And then my dad got off the phone with the mayor, and then called like the guy who runs, who ran like the baseball field at the time, and was like, uh, "Why do people think Johnny did this? I definitely did not call the mayor and say he did. I also, by the way, I didn't do this." And then the, uh, <laughs> I thought that was going to be the punchline. No, I didn't. I, so I, that you actually did. I didn't do anything like, like
0: that. I'm picturing you with, like a ball peen hammer smashing. I, I think it one was something time.
1: like that. The person who did it, I don't know who it was. It wasn't me. Uh, shaggy defense, but the, <laughs> uh, the guy who ran the baseball field was like, Oh, mayor called and said that he's just drunk. Don't worry about it. <laughs> and it never came up again. It was fine. He was just drunk. So maybe that lady who said all that to you is just drunk.
0: She may have been, she may have been drunk.
1: I don't yeah. know. Maybe she, maybe she confused you and your sister and thought you guys, actually got the right ones but she did no, too. No, she
0: definitely. My my sister had like golden hair and blue eyes and naturally rosy cheeks and the last time this woman had seen me I was basically I was like 4'10 with long frizzy hair parted in the middle of glasses that were too big for my face pants that didn't fit scowls. I, I got to say though,
1: center part, pants that don't fit sounds like Gen Z. I, think I was going to say, it would look game. cool now. I yeah, I think seen. that's exactly what you want to do now.
0: Dude, I remember this pair of pants I had. I think I got them at, I don't remember where I got them. Definitely at the mall somewhere. But they were like plaid and weirdly high-waisted mm-hmm. and weirdly flared, but ended like a couple inches above my ankle. And they looked so horrible if, on a rail-thin 14-year-old girl then and now all these kids on TikTok are wearing the same yep. fucking thing. And they look amazing.
1: It, as long as they're so big that you have to get like a belt that's too big and cinch them all the way up. <sighs> if you can add that onto those pants, they're perfect.
0: Oh, man. That's, those are some rough, rough times. Yeah. Rough times. Things have changed. Rough times fashion-wise. Now it's all back and suddenly looks cool somehow. Good for them. They're Enjoy modeling it, themselves kids. after
1: you, it sounds like.
0: Yeah, I'm sure they. I'm sure they broke into my house and found the the <laughs> hidden cache of middle school pictures, and like, they were like, We need yes. to look like a
1: cool ass prom
0: queen. We need to look like some girl whose dad cut her bangs until <laughs> she was fourteen years old,
1: because <laughs> that's where it is at for the Zoomers. You got anything else you want to say about your high school?
0: Uh, go Titans.
1: Go Titans. Did you
0: did you ever get a mystery speaking of titans did you ever get a mystery box from pat
1: Uh no pat is uh, discussing the movie drive my car tonight with uh i don't know who but it's not us and he said he could only send us a thing if the conversation ended but it hasn't ended and he says prospects are dim You've seen drive my car
0: Uh no i have not
1: okay. i do not really like the works
0: of uh Murakami so I have no reason to see that movie. I don't yeah. like his books. I'm, I'm coming out and saying I don't like that guy's books. So I, like a lot of other Japanese literature, do not like that guy's books. It's a good take.
1: That kind, yeah. Maybe that that's a hot take. mystery box.
0: That's my hot take. My hot take is those books are super fucking lame. Lots of manic, manic pixie dream girl shit. Sounds bad. Don't like it. Don't like it.
1: I don't know what we're talking... I I, I know there's a movie called that. I haven't seen it.
0: I think it's based on that guy's books. If it's not, uh, Pat, I apologize. Based on
1: uh, uh, my understanding of the movie, it sounds very much in line with what you're you're describing. Yeah. um,
0: Maybe there are deeper themes, and I just kind of... I failed to grasp them, but I don't know.
1: It's time for our next segment. Babs, what sauce are you bringing to the table this week?
0: I had a really hard time deciding between... uh, (laughs) So, I don't, I don't really like a a lot of sauce because I have some, I have like texture issues with food. So, because I'm apparently still 14 years old or four years old. So, uh, I was really torn between doing just melted butter and brown butter, which is what you get if you continue to melt and cook melted butter for a long time. Both good options. So really, I think I'm just going to go with butter in general. All butter sauces. All kinds.
1: Bing! This most wholesome sauce is excellent on meats, fish, and cheese. Bing!
0: The thing I like about brown butter is that you can use it as both a uh, as a component of both sweet and savory dishes. It's true. Which I believe makes it very versatile and flexible, and uh, you can make cookies with it. It tastes amazing. You can put it on gnocchi, crisp up some sage in there. You can use it to jazz up a squash soup. It's a very, uh I find it to be a very like autumnal and winter kind of flavor and vibe. So, and then melted butter in the summer, you know, you just put that on corn on the cob there, you and there you are. You don't need anything else on corn on the cob. I know, I know elotes are a thing. I've eaten those. They're good, too. But I'm kind of a Midwestern corny corn person at heart. So I just put the melted butter on there. Salt and pepper. You're good to go. Uh,
1: yeah, you really checked all the boxes for me there. Obviously, I am the most corn-fed person who's ever lived. <laughs> I love nothing more than ear corn. And elote is great, but I, I don't require it. Like you like it, it's got to be a good ear of corn, and let me tell you, you go to a restaurant and they give you an ear of corn, you can throw it right in the trash. You never want that. It's no, they no. can't do it. No, there's like it doesn't six work. weeks a year. And by the way, I'm moving back to Illinois. I'm I'm going to drive as far as it takes to go get that real corn. Come down here. We'll best. have a corn festival uh, if nothing else. Absolutely, I love the real corn. The real corn is the best. Uh, I also there's a place in town that uh, one of my favorite dishes that I have with any regularity here is a uh, brown butter, what the hell did we just say? Noki, brown butter Noki, uh, that I really, really enjoy. And it is such a simple thing. It doesn't have a lot of other stuff in it. You, know, but you don't need a lot. Every single bite is so, so good.
0: Yeah, man. You, you spring for like the good butter, like the cultured butter. You just reduce that, get it cooking a little bit. You know, you get some complex caramelized flavors in there. That's good stuff. Love brown butter.
1: Yeah. First things. In general. Yeah, I, 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 I yeah.
0: made, oh man, I made You're a brown butter that. ice cream. Ooh. Cause Warren's sister got me this really amazing cookbook. It's like a bon appetit dessert cookbook and it has a huge section about ice cream. So I made brown butter with, um, peanut brittle chunk ice cream oh, for goodness, Warren for his birthday incredible. for a few years. And then I got really lazy and then we had a kid. So that went out the window, but uh, yeah, that's good stuff. You can make a brown butter ice cream; it's delightful. So that's my sauce. I guess it just turned into brown butter. Although we did have the corn discussion, so yeah, just butter, and it's a great solid sauce. You know, it's portable. It comes in stick form. Just melt it when you need it. Let, let it re-solidify. <laughs> I some point. Pocket. I wonder, I mean, is
1: it in solid form <laughs> or are you just talking about you can move the ingredients around before you make the sauce?
0: No, no, you, you can carry a stick of butter around all day. It'll soften. Yeah,
1: you think about, like, honestly, when I eat corn, there's no, you make it by putting the hot corn on it.
0: Yeah. You and just it, made your sauce that way. So I you guess you're you right. It's, uh, it's self-saucing. It's great. Oh, it's perfect. I, Jane and I made some butter today.
1: You're making it, butter.
0: We made butter at home. Yeah, because uh, my aunt, is a writer and she has a writing mentor slash teacher who wrote a children's book in which a lot of things happen in it, but a girl drops a jar of milk down a mountainside in like the great smoky mountains in the forties. And it goes end over end so much that it turns into butter. And so Jane was very interested in learning how to make butter. So I said, well, let's make some butter. So we got, we're some cream. not
1: going to drive to the smoky mountains. So no, we we're not to going to the, the smoky mountains
0: test. and I am not going to shake a jar. I don't, <laughs> I don't know that that could actually make real butter. Um, because of how long we had to have the the KitchenAid mixer going, but now I have homemade butter in my fridge. It's but that'll good. just
1: pound the hell out of it, and that'll work.
0: Uh, it, it 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 whips the cream, and then the solids start to separate from the buttermilk, and you kind of squeeze
1: all that out, and then you've got you've got some fresh butter. Is that like a cheesecloth thing, or how do you do it?
0: I should have used cheesecloth in retrospect. This was very like spur of the moment. So it was spur a spur of the
1: moment making butter. This is an interesting life you lead.
0: It's, it's really not. I was just trying to keep her away from the TV Um it's
1: for various life reasons. We've let
0: her yeah. watch way too much TV lately. We let her watch a bunch of Godzilla movies, and now she's like at school telling kids all about like Godzilla and King Ghidorah and Baby Godzilla and the differences between all these monsters. You got any and... Mothra
1: in there? Where's Mothra? She loves
0: Mothra. Hell she yeah. loves Rodan. Yeah. She likes all the because because in the later movies they ended up making them pretty kid friendly, and it's just Godzilla like saving Earth. From various types of aliens who are trying to take over, and they always bring King Ghidorah into it. He's like the only monster who stays bad consistently. Mecha I, I like really these bad.
1: aliens. I hope they do blow up our planet. Yeah, yeah. King Ghidorah is all about it, man. He <laughs> whatever was... he wants, whatever those aliens want to do, I'm, I support.
0: And some kaiju just want to see the world
1: burn. <laughs> and
0: King Ghidorah is one of those. She hates King Ghidorah, but she was still when I got to her daycare to pick her up the other day, she was in the middle of telling a teacher about King Ghidorah and teacher's eyebrows were, like, on the back (laughs) of her head. It's just like, oh, you guys can watching some weird Showa-era Godzilla movies, huh? Cool. I forget how this started. Oh, yeah, the butter. So, yeah, we're trying to keep her away from the TV. Uh, So we did a bunch of – we, like, ran errands today. She got to go in a store. Like, the first time I've let her be in a grocery store
1: in two years. I was just going to ask her, but that's that's been a minute. Yeah, so she was just like (gasps) – yeah. Do you? Does she remember? No. No. Yeah.
0: No, because she she had just turned three when COVID started, yeah. so she she remembers like scraps of things, but um, yeah, she doesn't really remember what it's like to. She knows that we went to stores, and she always wants me to take her to Target, which is absolutely not happening. Um, but she does not really remember the particulars very well. She was crushed when I wouldn't let her ride in a cart. It's just
1: like those, those are gross. You know, running in that yeah. cart. That, that that was a bad idea beforehand. There's plenty of things where yeah. it's like we probably shouldn't. You probably shouldn't get in the cart ever. We're not touching the cart. COVID, it's not even a COVID issue. It's just don't get in the cart. Right. That's a that's a just yeah germs in general. If I issue. wipe it down as much as I need to with the disinfecting wipes, you won't be willing to get in there. So it's just off the table.
0: It's true. We'll have to wait like three or ten minutes for yeah. the the alcohol to eat through the coating on the bacteria and kill them. So They're going
1: to yell at me when I try to put the cart in the back of the car and drive it home and throw it into the kiddie pool <laughs> full, full of L. They're going to say, lady, you can't do that. And I'm like, well, I gotta.
0: They're not going to let me autoclave this cart. so <laughs> So we're not touching the cart. But yeah, that was an exciting time for her. That's why we made butter. So I think I probably didn't squeeze out as much of the buttermilk as I should have. So if I put it on some popcorn or whatever, it's probably going to be a rather gnarly experience. But, you know, we'll see. What are you going to do with that butter? I don't know. Um I was going to see if I could make some brown butter with it. I was thinking of putting it on some popcorn. Um I guess I could make that ice cream browned up. I don't know how well it'll brown it will brown if like it has too much work. liquid in it. You already so. made
1: the butter. I think you just eat the butter. You don't got to make all that ice cream.
0: I guess I, I should get some good
1: bread, right? There you go. And then yeah. I'll just
0: eat it in front of Warren, like lording it over him like
1: <laughs> this. And you buy, like, the worst gluten-free bread in the yeah, world. Yeah. Like, just, don't just... worry. You can have some, too. And It's like <laughs> it's like sliding out through your fingers while you're walking it out. <laughs> Meanwhile,
0: he's over here with what amounts to, like, a Mr. Clean magic eraser. <laughs> like a sad, cold pat of butter on the top. Somehow
1: the butter is floating above Prime. and it refuses to touch the surface of the bread. It refuses to touch
0: it. The worst, the worst gluten-free bread is really bad. The best gluten-free bread is fine. Um, the worst gluten-free bread is... Gluten-free bread is uh, I feel like the word atrocity is vastly overstating it, but it's, it's not something that anybody wants to eat on a regular basis or even infrequent or maybe ever. Well, Babs,
1: we have time for just one final segment. Do you have anything you'd like to plug?
0: Um, a film called Drive My Car.
1: I wondered if that's where you were <coughs> going. when You said Every,
0: oh. everyone goes so. see Drive My Car. No, that's not my plug. I guess my plug is. Um, I've been getting into some some audio books lately,
1: so I listened to. I really thought you were going to say autoerotic asphyxiation, and I was so no. Upset. Come on, we have just yeah. nothing in common.
0: <laughs> I said FinDom earlier. Um, <laughs> I didn't like that a lot. <laughs> So uh so I've I've listened to two uh memoirs recently uh read by the authors, and one of them was Bob Odenkirk's memoir, because I I love him. Uh and then I listened to David Mitchell's
1: memoir. And These sound I, very exciting. How did you like those?
0: I, I enjoyed them both very much. Uh there were some some surprises in the Bob one. I feel like I was like live texting you my listening experience a lot. Like, guess what I just learned? (laughs) Yes, go. You'll never, you're never going to guess this. They didn't like Run, Ronnie, run.
1: Who can Um, believe it? They're the only ones. Surprise. They're the
0: only people in this movie. This
1: movie isn't homophobic and horrifying at all.
0: (laughs) It has its moments. And honestly, even though it is horrible, it has aged so poorly. Um, it'll always have a special place in my heart because that was the first contact I had with Mr. Show i never, I'd never seen it. I didn't know who the hell these guys were. I was like, well, this David Cross guy is pretty funny, but I don't give a shit about this other dude. He's like the straight man. I don't care about him. Terry Twilstein, who needs him? Um, but yeah, there's some good songs, good songs in it. It's got three times one minus one. The greatest love in history. So anyway, uh, don't watch Run Ronnie Run. That is not my plug. Boy, I no one watched that movie. That look at, look up funny clips of that movie on YouTube. Because any funny part of that movie, the Jack at all. Black song is very good. The Jack Black song is
1: excellent. Uh, I'm not going to sing it. Really, I was, I was hoping that it would be such a good drop I could have in future episodes.
0: <laughs> no, we're not. We're not doing that. You guys, you can look can, it up on YouTube. You, everybody
1: should Google what the song is. And all right, can... I'm
0: changing my plug. My plug is, the plug is, the is Jack fuck Black Johnny. Number. How dare you? You yes, but my plug is now the Jack Black number from Terrible. 2002 or 2003, Mr. Show, Nightmare Run, Ronnie Run. Uh, the Mandy Patinkin part is great too. Yep, yep. That is that is a, a true thing of beauty.
1: We've unpeeled the onion. It's a beautiful. It's a naked, beautiful moment. Um, I can't believe they kept getting him to come back and do more. <laughs> 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 like he came on the show, and they're like, "This is good, right?" Like, yeah. <laughs> Like Mandy Patinkin, this is good. Why? Because <laughs> it was good. Uh, I mean, Run Ronnie Run wasn't, but I guess he's a cool guy. I, I would you, not. I would have guessed he was not a cool guy, to be perfectly honest.
0: You know, I I would have guessed that. Yeah, I don't know. He seems like he probably cares a lot about quality, and I've, the fact that he's willing to sit there with this, like straw hat on his head, crooning in his beautiful man voice, like these terrible lyrics so that's my plug now is uh like five clips from run ronnie run on youtube the part with jeff goldblum is also funny Um, uh i don't
1: remember that it's been a long time since i've seen it that's not one of the clips i revisit
0: it's toward the end uh where ronnie has joined a cult where he can no longer get arrested and he's joined a cult uh the cult leader is tom kenny and and Everybody he's just saying, you know, from your heart of hearts, what do you want? And Marilyn um Rice Cub is like, I want I want a pony and like pixies and I want angels. And and then Jeff Goldblum is like, well, I won't spoil it for you, but it's it's pretty funny. He's very Jeff Goldblum about so it. it but yeah, so Bob talks about that in his memoir. And uh he talks about growing up in Naper Thrill, as Warren calls it. And uh you get a lot of insight into the kind of person that he is and
1: a friend of the show and consistent listener, Paul White here from Naperville these days
0: from Naperville. Yeah. 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 His old, his old stomping grounds. Um, so so that's yeah. And good. I, what
1: about that David Mitchell book?
0: The David Mitchell one is uh, I thought it was really, really funny. Yeah. And I don't, I, I don't know if I could tell you which I like better of, peep show or mr show i guess they both have show in their names the I shows. i don't see. know which show i like better <laughs> i can't i can't choose don't make me choose so um but i don't know it gets like i feel like bob was in many ways much more like emotionally guarded and surprisingly mitchell like for a, an uptight weird english dude just like really lets it all hang out it's great i enjoyed that it very much
1: surprising i thought that would be like the flaw of the bob book <sighs>
0: You know, it turns out that David Mitchell is not actually Mark Corrigan.
1: Mm.
0: And you think that he will be? Because, mm. I mean, he is in some ways. He is in a lot of ways. But it turns out not in every way. And in some ways that really, uh, matter. Although I think Mark Corrigan actually got a lot more play than, <laughs> than David Mitchell did. <laughs> 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 Which he's very frank about in his book. Uh, but yeah, so they're, they're both great. Read those books. Bob's is I think it's called comedy 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 drama and then David Mitchell's is called backstory but definitely uh get the audiobooks that's what day. I was gonna ask yeah. I
1: think you did the audiobooks and they they both read them themselves and you think yes, that's that was, the way to do a Problem that ruled
0: also I read an, I also listened to another one about Buster
1: Keaton that was great it's called no, Cameraman. he made Buster read that himself
0: Buster has been dead Buster been since for some the time now. 60s. I love I love Buster.
1: Buster Keaton was alive in the sixties. He was. So yeah. Buster Keaton might have listened to The Beatles. That's
0: weird. Yeah. Buster Keaton led a very long, interesting life. And the book about him is this book is really great because it kinda of, I'm like plugging lots of things now. Just read a book. Listen to all these awesome audiobooks. But he uh so the author kind of intertwines his life history with the history of cinema in general and other types of technologies and just other stuff that was happening societally at the time, and it's It's really good. It's a must if you both love Buster Keaton and kind of think Charlie Chaplin was a fucking dick. Do you love
1: Buster Keaton? I love Buster Keaton.
0: He just looks so sad while all these things are happening.
1: (laughs) Okay, here's what I know about Buster Keaton: that house falls down around him. uh... Does
0: does, and actually he he uses that gag in in several different movies, and they it just the house just keeps getting bigger. Like the first time that that happens in one of his movies, it's like part of a wall. And then by, by the last one, it's like <laughs> like this entire building.
1: <laughs> I have definitely seen a YouTube video that shows the house is getting scarier. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Buster's great. Uh, I've, I've seen like four Charlie Chaplin movies, and I don't think I've seen any Buster Keaton movies.
0: Buster is, I believe, the superior of the if, two.
1: If I watch one Buster Keaton movie, what one is that?
0: Um, that's tough. Probably the general.
1: The general. Yeah, it's his now, is like, that the one he's in with Shaq?
0: No, that was um, that was Kazam.
1: I was going for. Did you ever see those commercials for car insurance with Shaq? For Shaq and the shitty animation general.
0: What? No. Oh God, those. I forgot all about those. Yeah,
1: those are good. I like those.
0: No, the the general is good because that was that was probably that was when he had the most money. To make a movie and the most freedom to
1: make the movie that he wanted. It sounds like a lesser version of The Dictator, so. This is over. Best wishes in (laughs) the intervening (laughs) days. You say it's over, it's fucking over. That's fine by me.